0: All right, today is the big day, Friday, November 9th. The conference starts here just in a few hours. Um, So I'm not actually sure how this show is going to go today because uh, we're um, planning and... and and getting ready for uh, this time when uh, Dr. David Murray is going to come in and Pastor Anthony Savaggio is going to visit us this evening and bring messages from the Word of God. We've been planning this for a year. If you go to ReformationBoise.com, you can check out all the details. Uh, we'd love to have you come out. It's not too late. There's plenty of room. Um, now, one of the we're going to try to entice you one last time to come to the conference tonight. And one of the special things about Christian conferences is that it allows Christians from different churches to come together for fellowship and worship and to hear the word of God. And that doesn't happen on a regular basis. Phil, you had mentioned either yesterday or the day before,
1: uh, your trick question that you asked, uh, your congregation, right? Yeah. How many churches are there in the treasure Valley? There's one, right? There is one church of Jesus Christ and, uh, everybody who belongs to Christ is a member of it. And we, we don't get very many chances to, uh, Live that out in a in a tangible, visible way, but coming together in a conference like this, we do, and uh, we come together as believers, not as uh, members of my my church or my particular tradition or my particular denomination, but we're one in Christ, and this is a great way to celebrate it and and uh, offer praise uh, to our Lord together and uh, to hear the Word together. So.
2: And it's just weird how God can use these to form friendships that affect and change you. I mean, my parents or my wife's parents go to the Ligonier Conference down in Orlando every year. And and through that, they've met couples from different states, different places that they wouldn't have met. They actually ended up in a friendship with a couple from um, Michigan. Now actually stay with them in a house when they go down. And this guy was involved in a prison ministry called Crossroads Prison Ministries. And as a result, my father-in-law ended up in Crossroads Prison Ministry, all because of the fact that they went to conferences, made a friendship that they would not have made in any other way, and it changed them um, uh-huh. and, and brought them into different ministries. And and so I, I, this is part of what Phil's talking about. This just brings us into contact with the greater church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's and,
3: imp- that's important, too, the, the greater church. I read some statistics that said that 50 to 58% of our churches have fewer than 100 people in them, and uh, only, and about half are, have an attendance of less than 80. You know, only 10% of the churches in the United States have an attendance of over 350. So when you go, to, it's nice to go to a conference like this where you are gathering the church, Right. Uh, the one church from all <coughs> over the valley, mm-hmm. and and experiencing the fellowship of, of believers that you don't see on the typical Sunday morning in your church. Yeah, and, and
1: this, I, I would I would especially encourage and uh, well we welcome uh, young people to come to the conference, uh, teenagers, uh, and please encourage teenagers in your family and in your church to come. Uh, I remember when I was a when I was a teenager going to Christian conferences was kind of an eye opener to me because I realized that we weren't weird. <laughs> yeah we're I, peculiar you know, yeah, but, yeah, but not we, weird we we're peculiar but not yes <laughs> we're, we're peculiar we were people in, and especially pe- i want to jump in people, but yes. i won't <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for resisting uh russ i appreciate that but no uh very seriously uh and it, this also applies to adults but i i think it can be especially a gift to young people to discover uh, the wider Christian community, and and that uh, there's a bunch of us, and uh, we're we're not weird, we're not odd, and it's okay uh, to be serious about your faith as a teenager. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah.
0: So in the Old Testament, um, I, I I don't know if a lot of people consider this, but God had required the the people of Israel to to travel to Jerusalem to make a pilgrimage a couple three times a year, um, for example, the Feast of Booths and Passover and uh it, it's it's easy it's very easy to kind of miss what was happening at these these festivals certainly they were very holy festivals but they were and i mean this with 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 all honor and no disrespect they were kind of parties weren't they is yeah. do you, jonathan do you think that's yeah. an overstatement to say that they were holy parties.
3: No, in fact, there's actually instruction on what would take place. You know, you were to, you, know, you had you had feasts. You drank your your beverage. You enjoyed uh, fellowship with one another. Uh, you think about even the when you, we have one account of Jesus in his youth, and his parents have gone up to Jerusalem. And they're in such a large group of people that they've lost their son. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and they have to return to find him, you know, as he's – he's he's actually absorbing even more than what he was getting uh, when he was there for the days with the, them. He's he's uh, uh, discussing uh, things with the, the chief priests and the rabbis there. But uh, the whole thing is it was designed for that
2: fellowship. Yeah. Leviticus 23 talks about it and says, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the people of Israel and say to them, these are the appointed feasts of the Lord that you shall proclaim as holy convocations. They are appointed feasts. And then he goes through a whole list of those those feasts. And one of those is the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So one of them is the week by week gathering mm-hmm. of God's people. But in addition to that, God was saying, but I want you to gather in other ways in other formats, in other ways, to celebrate, in essence, um, redemption. Redemption, yeah. yeah. The the fact they all pointed forward to Jesus Christ, and so
3: that was the important thing about those feasts. They were an opportunity to collectively look forward to um, and reflect on the deliverance from Egypt, deliverance from our sins. Uh, those are important things that we do
0: collectively as a body. Think about that word feasts. Yeah. I mean, what is the imagery
2: that comes to your mind?
0: Oh, I have to go to a
2: feast. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting that um, the Sabbaths would have been gatherings of just localized groups, but then these other feasts they gathered as a whole community coming together. um, Some of them specifically saying, you come as a nation into Jerusalem to celebrate. Mm -hmm. So there is this pattern of, yeah, you gather as your own local body week after week after week. And then sometimes you gather with the greater Mm -hmm. body of Christ and celebrate the work that God is doing in and among his people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember last year, um, What I kept on
0: hearing from people in the congregation where I attend is that the messages were great. They were phenomenal. I I enjoyed it. The books were awesome. But, man, it was so great to be with other believers that I don't regularly get to see Mm -hmm. and to worship and to share the glory of Jesus Christ with them. I mean, that was just the constant refrain that I kept on hearing over and over and over again.
2: Mm -hmm. And I... On a personal level, our friendships, even in this room, are largely a result of of, of this conference. Yeah. Um, and so we can talk about it theoretically, like this might help you out there randomly, but we've experienced it personally. We, we experience it now. I mean, this radio program is really the result of the conference and the byproduct of the friendships that, that developed that we then said, well, what what about this? Would yeah. this be something that we would want to do mm-hmm. ongoing? And so, I mean, it's not just something that we think could happen; we live it out um, very practically here in the studio every couple of weeks. Yeah.
3: And speaking about ongoing, we've already uh, we're looking ahead to 2019 even, and we've already are starting to plan for the next time we're together in a in a feast of sorts. We're going to be consuming the food that is offered up by the speakers. Yep.
1: Yeah, we're just thinking that uh you know man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God and we're going to be feasting on the word tonight. Yeah.
0: So, um uh, we do have a special guest in the studio today my friend Ben Raul. I can never say your name right. I did say it right this time, right? Though, right? Yeah. 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 Good. Well done. But it's spelled R O E
1: R O W A
0: W L. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> whatever, whatever you said. And um, so you actually made a bit of a pilgrimage uh, coming to this conference this year. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how that came to be?
2: Yeah. So you can probably tell I'm not from around here. Um, So I flew. I mean, your accent sounds like you're from Caldwell, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) From the south? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so I was privileged to to be over here um, for the conference last year. Um, I had such a good time um, that I traveled 5,000 miles to be here again this year. Um, and God willing, uh, we might be actually living here next year for, for, for the 2019 conference. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's the hope. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Amen. Well, um, so we've been talking about the conference. It's coming up uh, tonight. And uh, if you go to ReformationBoise.com, Jonathan, please jump in. What do you have to say? Jonathan? Jonathan?
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: come to the conference. Yeah, come to the conference. It's going to be wonderful. It is going to be
0: wonderful. So <laughs> I promise you, fuel, that
3: fuel for the soul. <laughs> this is the last time
0: that you'll hear us talking about it this year.
2: You're probably relieved. Um, I just wanted to just jump in and say that personally, Dr. Murray was a professor of mine for four years um, at seminary. He has a way of being able to communicate that is um, concise and potent and um, able to just put his finger on the pulse of, of, of life. Um, that is, that is unique. Um, maybe it's helped that he does it with a Scottish accent. I'm not sure, but I think
3: everybody listened to Ben when he was speaking. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, A different accent is always good.
2: So he has this heart for people. And I, I know Anthony Savaggio through my brother and sister-in-law who attended his church for two years. And they found him to be such a a, a nourishing and pastoral and nurturing man of God that they came to love and embrace more profoundly the truths of God's word. So I just from my own personal experience I'm, I'm just recommending two men that I know are godly I, I know are thoroughly engrossed in the word of God that they they believe and live out the truths that they're going to proclaim um, and they've done so over 20 five years of Ministry of Peace, and and they've done it faithfully and have written about it. And and so I I think you will benefit um, from this celebration that we will have together as a whole group of just diverse people. and what I would I would really challenge you to do is go out and, and tell some of your friends. Get some people that, that kind of are marginalized, that aren't attending churches right now, or are not doing so faithfully and, and say, you know what, here's an, here's a way to dip your feet in the water, to, to join together with some other people. It's not a it's in a church, but it's not a church service and and maybe there are some people that need to once again discover the celebration of, of the Christian life. Um and maybe it's people that are discouraged right now that that are in a spiritual funk and and, and they need um, to be nourished again from the word of God Um, so I think sometimes we look at it as an individual this is good for me but look outside and say who might this be an opportunity that that they need something like this in their life and and church isn't what they're going to maybe come to okay so
0: this is coming tonight, reformationvoicey.com That's reformationvoicey.com The theme is uh, Living in Between the Christian Life in the Here and Now. Two great speakers. Tell them where it's going to be. It's going to be at Valley Shepherd Church of the Nazarene on Meridian Road. Did I get that right?
2: That's right. Just, just south of Overland.
0: So you can just show up. You don't even need to to register. If you just get off of the freeway right there on Meridian Road and and go south, you can see it on your right-hand side, Great Big Giant Church. You can register right at the door. We'll have a A gift bag for you if you if you show up in time if we don't run out of free books uh reformationboise.com hope to see you tonight doors open at six o'clock